Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is going on, everyone? And welcome back to the channel. I hope you're all doing well. Today, I've got some classic nuclear revenge stories for you. But the first one is actually a little bit different. The beauty of this one is in its simplicity. Perhaps the shortest nuclear revenge story I've ever told, but it is so good. No spoilers. Let's just get straight into it. Try getting me fired. Enjoy homelessness. I was an adjunct professor at a college. One of the students didn't like me and tried to get me fired by making false accusations that I'd pinched her and caressed her hair. I did not take this lightly. I could have been fired or faced criminal charges. Now, this student was on a scholarship that required her to maintain a minimum attendance. Our college also requires a minimum attendance to pass a unit. As an eye for an eye, right? I accidentally forgot to mark her name down when taking attendance, even if she was there. A few weeks later, she was gone. I was confronted by her friend that she lost her scholarship and was now living out of her car because of my carelessness in taking attendance. Little did they know. And as a little edit, Opie has said, my entire livelihood could have been ruined. How was I meant to know that she wouldn't do it again? I can't kick someone out from a he said, she said situation. Some of the students were already treating me with hostility. You know what, Opie? You didn't even have to vindicate yourself to me. That final edit, whilst great, wasn't necessary. I was on your side the entire time. It makes complete sense. I don't care if someone's a student and you're the teacher. And therefore, in theory, you should be the the wiser one, I guess the more mature one, you know, the person in the position of power. If they are doing these sort of things to you, which can clearly cause you to lose your job and ultimately ruin your life, then I don't see why you can't do the same to them. I'm sorry, it should work both ways. It's a two-way street. A lot of the comments on Reddit are pretty upset. They think OP went too far and there were better ways of doing this. But this is called nuclear revenge, guys. I mean, come on, what do we want here? And also, her life hasn't been destroyed. Yes, she's lost a scholarship, but that's it. She can re-enter another college and she'll be fine. She needs to learn a lesson of the fact that she literally could have ruined this guy's life just from lying. That is terrible and it deserves to be punished. This is good. Now for our next nuclear revenge story. I ruined my boss's life. A few years ago, I worked for a couple of months in a pastry shop. To work there, my boss promised me eight hours a day, except Mondays, half day, and Thursdays, closed, and 700 euros a month, obviously all off the books. Although I had some resentment about working illegally, I accepted anyways because I needed some money. The first day of work, I was in there for 11 hours, from 5.30 a.m. to 1.30 p.m., and then from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. I thought that was normal, since it was my first day even if in reality, some doubts came to me right away because all the others had been there as much as me and for them, it was certainly not the first day. The situation continued to be this, hours ranging from 10 to sometimes 13 a day. Furthermore, for two weeks in a row on Monday, the day on which we were only supposed to work in the morning, 
We instead worked with the schedules of the other days at the end of the month I asked for my well-deserved salary and my boss got angry telling me that I was only thinking about money When in reality, I hadn't even asked him to pay me for the multiple hours of overtime He then told me that he would pay everyone at the end of the first week of the following month The following day after working as usual for 11 hours at the end of the shift He called me aside telling me that since i've been presumptuous I had to show up for work on thursday Even though it was my day off Obviously, I got angry and replied that i'd worked much longer hours than those agreed and that I would not show up for work on my day off And so I did Thursday came and I didn't show up ignoring hundreds of calls from my boss and his wife The next day I showed up for work regularly and was severely reprimanded and then sent home for bad behavior He told me that we would meet on sunday to give me the money and then I didn't have to show up again Which I already wanted to do so sunday arrived and he showed up with 300 euros Telling me that i'd done little this month and that I hadn't been respectful towards him and his business I got very angry and also went to call my father who was waiting for me in the car The two almost came to blows. So I took my father and we left saying it wasn't over there I kept in touch with some of my colleagues some even over 18 years old with whom i'd established a good relationship And who also worked illegally They told me that the next day he'd badmouthed me saying that I was a person without any form of respect and dignity. In Italy, we say una cosa inutile. They'd witnessed the scene the previous Friday and were speechless. They thought I had to do something and not let me walk on my head like this. And they were right. So I decided to do something that no one has ever had the courage or the will to do. So I went to finance to denounce the fact that he had made most of his employees work illegally and that he had exploited them by underpaying. Obviously not alone, but with my colleagues who were also tired of being exploited to support me. So we decided on a day and time for a pop check and waited. The agreed day was Saturday morning from 9 to 10, the day and time when there was usually more workload. It goes without saying, but contrary to what is thought of in Italy, sometimes justice works. And that day, finance, with a surprise check, discovered the whole situation and immediately closed the business. Subsequently, the owner, as well as my former boss, was investigated and sentenced to I don't remember how many years in prison. The business was seized and now his family is having to pay more than a million euros in tax evasion for other reasons related to false receipts and other things that I don't quite understand. Oh man, this one is absolutely shocking. (sighs) You just can't run a business like this without getting found out eventually. I'm sorry, it's just never ever going to happen, especially if you treat your employees well they're not actually your employees because it's all illegal anyway so let's call them slaves this badly like i I get it you know you think you can get away with it fine it's not good but i I can kind of understand why stupid people will try and do stuff like this to to get around the the system but then if you treat those people so badly then they're obviously going to report you aren't they how naive do you have to be to think that yeah okay i won't give anyone a proper contract and i will completely abuse them with hours And then I'll pay them under half of what I promised in the first place and it will all be good. Like, no, you're so dumb. You're dumb enough to not even legally employ people, but then treat them that badly. You deserve to go to jail. Now for our third nuclear revenge story. Now this is where it gets a little bit more serious. Abuse me as a child, teenage me might ruin your life. I've wanted to tell this story for so long and I figured this was the perfect place. When I was about 10 years old, my dad got a new girlfriend, Lauren. 
Lauren was an evil monster. When I first met her, she was lovely and friendly. I quickly liked her. But over the years, everything went downhill fast. It started small. Lauren would steal my things, then deny it. Of course, everyone believed her. She'd tell me that my dad loved her more than me and that if she wanted, she could click her fingers and he'd never see me again. She read my diary, then told everyone what I'd written. She reported me to the RSPCA for abusing my animals. I wasn't. After a couple of years, she had my dad beating me. Yes, I know he was an adult with choices and I hold him just as responsible. She would constantly tell my dad how bad I was and encourage him to hurt me. After a while, he'd always snap and end up doing what she wanted. There are so many more things she did, but you get the picture. My dad and Lauren separated when I was about 16 years old, but they had a house together still. It was around this time as a suicidal, miserable teenager that I decided I'd get even. I spent months on my plan and this is what I did. I wanted Lauren's entire life to fall apart all at once, so everything had to be perfectly timed. I started by getting her fired with a minor criminal record. Lauren worked at a police warehouse for seized items, but naughty Lauren was stealing from the warehouse, so I made notes as to what she stole and when, and once I had a decent enough list, I anonymously contacted her boss with it. Lauren was immediately suspended and after a few weeks, found guilty of stealing. She was immediately fired and charged with theft, including theft of a class C substance. Now Lauren was unemployed and pretty much unemployable. On to stage two. Lauren, with no income, needed to sell the house as she was now unable to pay her mortgage. My dad also wanted to sell so he could move in with his new girlfriend. So I made the house unsellable and pretty unpleasant to live in. My dad and Lauren were stupid and never locked their back door. I didn't even have keys. So I'd sneak in when I knew they were out and hide disgusting things. Bugs everywhere, old prawns hidden under floorboards. I even stitched some old prawns into the bottom of the curtains. Dead mice everywhere, including under Lauren's pillow. Live mice in the pantry. The house stank and no one could figure out why. Estate agents refused to list it or would only list it for far under the value and potential buyers would leave quickly after nobody could explain the source of the vile smell. Lauren was approaching bankruptcy, exactly what I wanted. Only one area of her life left to destroy. Lauren had been in a relationship for a year or so with this guy. I can't even remember the poor guy's name. We'll call him John. Well, Lauren was cheating on John and with his own father of all people. Now, poor John proposed to Lauren. He needed to know who she really was, though. One day, when Lauren had John's dad over, I got in the house via the unlocked back door. I grabbed her mobile, which she'd left in the kitchen. It took a few attempts and a lot of house watching to get lucky with the phone. And I texted John from her phone, pretending to be Lauren. I told him I was sick and asked him to come over. Of course, good old John rushed over. I unlocked the front door and texted him, letting him know to let himself in as I was in bed sick. I left and hid around the area. The drama was intense. Lauren and John's dad, half naked, chasing after John in the street, screaming and crying. I think John might have even punched his dad before driving off. Obviously, the relationship was over and John's dad even ditched her in an attempt to get his son's forgiveness. So Lauren was alone, broke, unemployable, facing charges and about to be bankrupt. Now, sadly, I don't know how the story ends. I cut contact with my dad around that time 
and thus my connection to lauren was gone I do remember my dad mentioning her being suicidal right before we stopped speaking So in my eyes my goal was achieved. I didn't need to see the fallout anyway Just knowing what i'd achieved was more than enough for me and that's the story of how I got revenge Writing it out. I realized how unreal it sounds, but that's the whole story. Okay friends get in the comments real or fake i want to hear your immediate thoughts now again i'm never gonna actually know if this is real or fake it does seem a little bit fanciful not gonna lie but for the sake of this episode i'm gonna treat it as if it's real therefore what a story uh i wouldn't want to be on the wrong side of you that is for sure that was uh conclusive it decimated these people and that was conclusive it decimated lauren and ultimately, yeah, absolutely destroyed her life. Good to see. To be honest, I can't really get away from the fact that I think this might not be real, but I'll leave that up to you, the viewers. You are the Oracle. You must tell me the truth. Please do. My heart is saying fake. It really is. My heart is saying fake, guys. And for that, I do apologize because I don't want to bring you fake stories, but were you not entertained? I was. To be fair, the majority of the commenters are actually saying that they think it's real. Just a couple saying, yeah, I realize how unreal it sounds because it is unreal. To be honest, like you bring your new boyfriend's dad over that she's cheating with to the house that you share with your ex and his daughter. You call the RSPCA claiming you abuse animals. I mean, I don't know. Somehow you knew she was stealing from the police warehouse as well. There's a lot of stuff here that smells a little bit fishy or prawny, if you like. But uh, yeah, up to you. What do you guys think? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. And now for our final nuclear revenge story, perhaps the most severe of the lot. How about this for a title? Can't keep it in your pants. Have fun trying to live a normal life. A friend of mine told me my story belonged here. So here we go. So in my country, high school starts at the age of 15 and lasts for three years. I was a year early, so I was 14. During the first weeks of school, a guy in my class, for the sake of the story, I'll call him Connor, approached me and we started getting along to the point we quickly started dating. Now, little did I know that Connor would become my worst nightmare for the next three years. He was 17 when we met. And just like a lot of guys this age, he was obsessed with doing it. He pressured me into having my first time with him and he broke up with me right after I eventually gave in. After that, none of our next intercourses were consented and he was very manipulative and gaslit me into believing I wanted everything that was happening to me. It took me a while to understand what he was actually doing. In fact, I only got it after hooking up with another person at the age of 17. Before it finally hit me, he had his way with me more than 50 times. That is tragic. During our second year of high school, he made the mistake of forcing himself violently on my best friend. She ended up getting an abortion because of him and I started plotting my revenge. Originally, it was supposed to avenge her, but it ended up working for me as well. I noticed that not only would he only approach the first years, even if he was 20 when I graduated, but he'd also target the youngest girls among them too. He was repeating to me how much more attractive I was at 14 
than 17. Oh my goodness. So, knowing that it was pointless to tell the police, because in my country, only 0.4% of all complaints of assault where victims are less than 15 end up in a sentence, I ruined his reputation. I told every single one of his acquaintances that he was an R-word. And to protect my best friend, I told everyone that I was the one he'd violated, which wasn't really a lie. The rumor spread like wildfire, and after a few days, even the teachers were looking at him with disgust. He was isolated, and the only reason why he wasn't bullied was because he was 6'3". Now, I could have stopped there, but I didn't. When we were third years, I knew exactly which universities he applied for. By snooping in Connor's bag, I found his application numbers. So using those, I contacted every single university he applied for and explained the situation, providing screenshots of his conversation with my best friend where he was threatening her with a defamation case if she attempted to press charges against him. She'd sent them to me to rant about him and I'd kept them all this time. All of them thanked me and he ended up not being able to get in any university. He had to repeat his third year because of that in an establishment where everyone knew what he'd done and all the first years would know that they had to avoid him at all costs okay sure but how about kick him out of the school what the next year since i wasn't there to foil his applications connor was accepted in a university that i hadn't contacted the previous year but unfortunately for him i ended up learning which university he was going in and i repeated the same process There were former students of our high school in the university he was going to who spoke up to the uni's mental health center about the inappropriate behavior that he'd had with them and told them what kind of rumors there were against him. Now, since I had provided proof that the rumors were true, Connor was permanently expelled for the safety of the female students attending the university. That is more like it. So now he doesn't have a degree and nowhere else to go and study with no social life. His situation couldn't get worse, could it? Well, yes, I made it worse. Connor tried to move to another region where nobody would know him and pass a diploma to work with kids. Wow, that is unbelievable, I've got to say. However, Connor is a phone addict and he couldn't help but share on his social medias that he'd passed his diploma and started working as an educator for troubled kids and preteens. Little did he know, I'd created an account pretending to be one of his only remaining high school acquaintances who I knew was chronically offline. With a bit of searching, I ended up finding his workplace and I started the same process all over again. I also added a message that he left on my voicemail where he was panting while telling me how hot I was at the age of 14 and how he'd have loved to go back in time just to screw, oh my God, just to, f me again i'm struggling to get these words out here my goodness me needless to say they got rid of him really quickly fearing for the safety of the kids i was planning on keeping reporting him to all the places he was planning on working at but his previous workplace took care of that for me i don't know how but according to connor's social media they managed to get him blacklisted on a national level technically invalidating his diploma due to this he couldn't pay his rent anymore and ended up being homeless for a while before his mother accepted to take him back in i'm friends with his older sister who knows everything about it and told the rest of the family what happened from what she's told me everyone cut off ties with both connor and his mother including her. Now, I'm still occasionally stalking his social media to see if he's trying to get back on his feet. The last time I checked was today, right before writing all of this. So, SAing two people ended up isolating him both socially and from his family. 
As long as I'm alive, he has no chance of ever getting a girlfriend. He lives in the region where he spent his high school years, so nobody would hire him even as a cleaner, and he even spent some nights in the streets. Honestly, at this point, it's impressive that no one tried to harm him physically, make him go through what he made me and my best friend go through, or even end his life. Go to hell, Connor. And trust me when I tell you that you'll have to wait for me to die before even thinking about starting to have a normal life. Well, there we go. There we go, indeed. What a story to end things on. Um, pretty nuts, really. I mean, what do you even say to that, guys? What is that that you can say other than just, you know, disgraceful? Guy's clearly a pedo. Uh, if anything, I feel like this should have really have been dealt with much, much earlier. I don't know, but given the fact that you were both in the same school, couldn't someone at the school, like a teacher or some sort of HR rep or just somebody, your parents have, have noticed that a 17 year old was in a relationship with a 14 year old. I would have thought that'd be pretty obvious. And you'd at that point say, yeah, maybe let's not do that anymore um, because that's actually illegal and very, very noncy. And then, you know, from there, I'm not really surprised that, that the rest of the stuff happened. If you allow someone like Connor to do these sort of things in the first place, can you be that shocked? when you know he keeps going and things get even worse and even worse and eventually ends up with crazy trauma that may well have ruined two people's lives at minimum i don't know personally doesn't sound that shocking to me but i'll tell you what would be shocking if you don't subscribe to my channel right now yes that's right that is how we're going to end this one a lovely segue from talking about sexual assault to subscribing to my channel not quite sure how I feel about that. That is going to do it for this one, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. If you did, subscribe, as I said. And I'll see you all next time. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum.